0: And welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast This is review number 272 with our review of American Hustle I'm Christopher Schnasey I'm Stephen Miller
1: I am Carson Patrick
0: And if you're joining us for the first time The Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I, and this time Stephen Are gonna jump, are gonna dive in Shit, I don't remember how it goes now oh, I no. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you Hold on Well, we're gonna jump and <laughs> No, no, and we're dive. keeping this in Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna jump and dive, you know uh, Flounder around. You, you've
2: got to jump before you dive. Right, <laughs> right exactly.
0: <laughs> we got to... I don't I don't even remember what I say at the beginning of the show. Just
1: go
2: in, you know... We're going to dive in, discuss, review the latest... Uh, Something like that. The latest releases. I think it's like 3Ds. We're, we're going to talk about movies. Triple yes. D.
0: We are here. We are going to talk about a film together in this room and record it. That film is American Hustle. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm frazzled because of the holiday season... Uh, when people are listening to this it's probably christmas they're probably opening presents they're probably opening their new
2: iDevice. device i'm sure they're listening to this on christmas <laughs> yes right as the they're <laughs> they're number their one presents. holiday priority yes. well they need
0: they need to know whether or not it's time to go see american hustle mm, that's mean, true they open up all their presents they got like a pile of socks and then maybe like something cool <laughs> yeah and uh, you know they're like i got to go see a movie what 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 should i see and they they want to know if american hustle is worth seeing
1: right
2: I-, I think that's that's the case
1: yeah probably <laughs> I, I, it's been called
2: I, the f- the family film of the, <laughs> the Christmas season. Of course, I, I I think that is no. That very the much other the family place. film is the Wolf of Wall Street. No, uh, so so Christian Bale is actually playing Santa Claus in a new movie. That's why he gained all the weight. For that's this. right. Yeah, this is secretly Christmas movie. Yeah
0: uh that's the thing where, like the, you you gift santa a present and then he gifts you one even better right that's <laughs> right. that's his version of yeah. santa claus yeah. Yeah. for a five thousand yeah. dollar fee yeah you give him five
2: thousand dollars <laughs> and he gives
0: you the best present ever maybe you don't know that
2: it's gonna be the best you ever got <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so how are you two doing
2: doing well doing well just drove down to san diego last night a little tired but feeling good Very glad nice. to be here physically in one room uh Good. hasn't happened for a long time.
0: That's right. I mean, it, it, it's it's smaller room than before, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's cozier. You no, know?
2: definitely, it's much nicer.
0: Yeah. So this now, now you have both benefited,
2: studios. So. I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good contribution.
1: <laughs> that's all. As I'm here for. Well, you, I'm just over in the corner, like whatever. Did you I, do- I'm
2: I'm just needing to reorient myself because I'm normally not looking. I'm normally looking to the left. When I look at Chris, See, and now I, I'm looking to the that's right. That's
1: why I took this seat this time, because I sat over there last time, and you were over here, and like I felt like, I felt like I was sitting like sideways. <laughs> no, it's it was terrible. Really, it was really weird. <laughs> And like, I, I, I can't wait for this. To this be sounds over. like really stupid to complain about, but I was just like, uh, like, uh, I don't know how to talk about James Franco. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs>
0: it was really weird. Well, before you had to sit extra weird, Carson, because I was trying to like hang the mic off the, the mount of the table. <laughs> yeah, there was <laughs> um, that too. But I broke out the old school mic stands for you guys, so yes. at least you can angle it some direction. Do I need to set up a mirror for you, Steven Seagal. So like <laughs> no, look that would forward, be weird.
2: But then <laughs> that, that would be nice.
1: So you don't know where to look if you sit there. Mm-hmm. Well, you well, could just look forward and maybe I'm, see I'm our reflections in the through.
2: tv <laughs> at the rolled up homeland poster <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we could just uh, uh we i could facetime and put it on street. No, that would be stream nice. it to the apple tv yeah, and yeah. Then you can look at me
1: <laughs> then it'll be it'll feel more organic you know because yeah I'm, I'm used to just hearing voices yeah i mean i hear a voice all the time but you know <laughs> yeah well most of the people that live
0: in la that walk the at night <laughs> are used to hearing voices. they're usually
1: hearing some voices yeah All right, well, what do you say uh, we just get into
0: this movie then? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's uh, take a listen to the trailer for American Hustle and then come back and give you our review. I I believe that you should treat people the way that you want to be treated. Didn't Mm -hmm. Jesus say that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, always take a favor over money. I think Jesus said that as well.
1: I don't know if he said the (laughs) second one. He might have said the (laughs) first one. (laughs) Everybody thought, oh, Richie
2: DeMasso's going to stay in the office. I'm outside on the field. I got people working for me. My ideas, I'm running the show. I'm the quarterback, and I'm not going to settle.
1: It's not for me to say. He wasn't necessarily in good shape, and he had this comb-over that was rather elaborate. He had this confidence that drew me to him. My father, he taught me to believe that all people are good, and to be good to all people life is ridiculous and you know that i would never say anything bad about your father in front of you but your father is a sick son of a bitch daddy's a sick son of a bitch don't repeat that but yes
0: hey play your part
2: Fine, you play your part To find a way to survive and you knew your choices were bad but you had to survive we were so successful for so long because we kept it just small enough if you're that successful how come you wound up in this room with me right now taking orders from me this
0: is agent Damaso placing $75,000 in this briefcase for mayor Carmine Polito
2: get over on all these guys. That's what we need to be thinking
0: about right now. We got to get over on all these guys.
1: It's got to
2: be the best we've ever done.
0: All right, so that was the trailer for American Hustle, and that is a story of a few different people who uh, are you know involving, <laughs> involved in some hustling in America, <laughs> and uh, they get busted at some point and recruited to try to bring down bigger and badder fish than them. Mm. And, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of hustling going on, a lot of uh, shenanigans, mm. and, uh, yeah. Mm. Steven, why don't you start us off and let us know what you thought of this film. So... <laughs>
2: Basically, I really, really, really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I could have built into that a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> Next, Carson. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, I no. thought it sucked. Uh... No, I mean, this... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think maybe there's just something about the 70s. Like, like Argo had the same kind of appeal to me in, in that sense. Yeah. Uh, Something stylistically, like, this movie just had style coming out the ass, basically. Like <laughs> That's my favorite kind of style. No, no, no like, it, it was an extremely confidently made movie, and yeah. you can just feel that in the way it's shot and the way that the actors work. Is like, no one is trying to impress you or hook you. Like, it's very natural, very, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I love the soundtrack to it. I love the acting. Like, every character in this, basically, is extremely well-defined yeah. and... Uh, sexy unique and and yeah light up the room (laughs) especially especially that comb over oh yeah
1: (laughs) from fat bale
2: yeah i mean christian bale was hilarious like yeah i I, I don't know i so this movie is built kind of as a comedy and and i I can see that definitely like it's funny but i couldn't put my finger on where the humor really came from like i was laughing and the audience was laughing but there weren't there weren't many jokes in it really It, it was just such a like a confidently put together movie is, is i really it, don't know where to look during this by the it, way it's it's you, it's, <laughs> I told, I told it's just you. the overall
0: tone of the film is is has that fun yeah i, I mean
2: it. the tone of it like like especially with the soundtrack and the way it's shot and the way the characters interact just i don't know i i really enjoyed every minute of it like to me i i think it was like a two two hour movie two plus hours it and was it, like
1: two hours and 20 minutes almost. and it
2: like just flew by to me i could have kept watching it yeah uh so we can talk more details, but I'm actually curious
1: what you guys think first. Well, I was just gonna say that um, I I don't think like I don't think it is a comedy. I just think that it's like a a drama, but it just has comedy in it because it's that that's life, as Mister Wiseau would say. <laughs> um, I know. I just think like you know, like I you know, life is funny, so and sad sometimes too, and like I mean, as a uh, this is kind of like people walking around out there like what
0: your neighbors are coming back to kill you uh, my okay. uh, somebody else who lives uh, they, here at the studio they, they departed yeah out. we yeah.
1: got one of the uh, pas left the, the janitor at the studio yeah like, that's
0: actually the fbi about to break in and, oh uh, your that's right and you took that uh, briefcase of money i slid over to
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm in a bunch of penny stocks um yeah um no but i think that's like david o russell's bread and butters to make movies that are are like like, really, like, like, there's tragedy, and then in the same time, there's also, like, comedy. Like, people getting, like, really mad at each other, and then all of a sudden, it's, like, really funny. Um, And I will just say right now, I was I was gonna try and do some, like, bullcrap where I would be like, oh, this movie sucks, and at the end, then I'd be like, just kidding, I conned you all. <laughs> it was great. And then I was just like, oh, that's dumb, but, because I think this movie deserves to be praised uh, for all that it is. Um... Cause I think it's pretty awesome, and um, yeah, like I mean, it's just a very like Stevens. It's a very confident movie. Um, from the from the opening sh- scene, which is probably like the funniest part of the whole movie. I, th- I that was my favorite part. Like, I mean, no better way to open your movie than with Fat Bale and his comb <laughs> over. It. I mean, like that, like that just like sets the mood for the whole thing. And before that, it set the mood too with like you know all these movies that come out that say like inspired by true events based on real events. And then this one, just like some of this actually happened. That was great. which yeah. was really funny. Yeah. like, it's just like, they're not caring about being historically accurate. You know, they're focusing on these people who were inspired by real people and they're kind of, you know, he's taking it and making it his own, which I think was a good move. Not trying to play it straight, like an Argo yeah. type of movie. I mean, you know, not saying that that was like a bad move or anything, but you know, like there's
2: just. It too... was like the biggest detracting voice to Argo, I think, were people that didn't like the way yeah. they misrepresented events. So I right. I, I like that this went straight up. Like, I mean, this. Like, some yeah. of this happened. This, is, yeah, this like, is our
0: own telling of these yeah. events and.
2: Well, it's sort of like what uh,
0: what's his nuts did with uh, Pain and Gain, where it's yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like I'm just making this fun movie, right? And if he's this isn't 100 like, percent accurate, then who gives a crap? He's yeah.
1: taking like the basic elements uh, that are interesting about the story that happened in real life, and then creating his own thing. Yeah, because like Pain and Gain even had that like halfway through when The Rock is like high on coke, and then it's just like the it pop it freeze frames, and it's like this is still a true story, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I, I just think this movie, I mean, it has like probably the best cast of any movie this year. I mean, it's like a stacked cast and everyone's all like really, really well oiled. It's like a well oiled machine and everyone has their moments. And, uh, I mean, I I was joking, but like, it's very like, this movie is very like, very sexy like it's pure sex this movie like cinematic <laughs> porn really like you're getting like it, it is but it, it, not like
2: an american or like boogie nights type no not like boogie movie. it's like it's just like a very like like just stylistic everything that it's made movie. it's very
1: like scorsese-ish-esque whatever um <laughs> and you know it's very like it's obviously in love with the movies from the 70s and uh it has like that that you know very high paced feeling and you know, like, you're on drugs, like, in the 70s or something, I don't know, like, it just has that, like, really, like, high energy feel to it, which is good, because most movies are slow and boring, and, uh, yeah, like, everyone's, you know, everyone's always, like, up here, and it's very energetic, and very funny, and entertaining, and, uh, it's the kind of stuff that, yeah, it's just, it's just really fun, and, I mean, like, it's weird because, like, no one really er- has, like, sex in this movie, but it's, like, really hot. Like, I was aroused, like, during many <laughs> sequences. Like, Bradley Cooper and Amy Adams in that stall, I was just like, I just, like, I hope he does it. But, uh, like, oh, that, wow. that, like, tension that, that'll was, That'll be like, a good tagline for you. <laughs> <laughs> that tension, though, was, like, really good. Like, it was... The chemistry was, like, it was there. Yeah. I it mean, i much done. rather have that than just, like, no chemistry. i mean and it also made bradley cooper's character like a lot more hilarious because he was like the wussiest guy and he thought he was so cool um but yeah all right
0: well i like everything you guys are saying is undeniable this film is incredibly fun uh it's just a great time it's i i want to get out there that i love this movie first because i need to say a few things just to like knock it down a few pegs not because I think it was bad or anything but like I feel in a way that this film had no right to be as good as it was because the the story is kind of just insanely stupid like uh the the, the way things play out in this film makes zero sense and in, in a hardcore drama this like none of this would fly but because it's such a stylized movie and because it's so fun and because the entire thing is enjoyable and has an incredible cast. Uh, it, it just works. But, like, there's things like helicopters flying over during recording that just, just, like, kept sticking out. Like, like the, the reason why um, Amy Adams' character, like, continues her accent after she gets busted, <laughs> and then, like, it makes no sense why, like, you're busted for hustling and you're going to continue to hustle during the thing. Like, weird things like that didn't make sense. The fact that, like, it, it's... Every time they're like, "Man, I hope this guy says this." They say exactly what they need to say. Like just the way the progression happens and the way the fish get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh well, we're just gonna bust this little guy." What you mean, like an even bigger guy standing right next to him? And what? Oh, oh in the next room, there's an even bigger and guy. Room? No, yeah, like <laughs> the way the way things snowball, snowball in a a comically hilarious way. Like mm-hmm. the fact that it just keeps happening like that. Doesn't make a lot of sense. And like Christian Bale is, is always like, you know, I'm a hustler and now I'm stuck trying to help this guy like bust all these people. But I never get the sense of whether he doesn't want to bust them because the higher up they go in the chain, the more difficult it is, like the more dangerous it is for him. Or if it's because these are all, like when it starts off, they are people that he has a connection with. He's like, well, I don't want to bust these people because they're like my contacts, my buddies. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes like, well, it's getting dangerous now. But it's like when is is I'm besides, you know, later on where he might actually be in legitimate danger, it doesn't feel necessarily like. Like, I, I never get the mo- – like, no character's motivation with the exception of maybe, like, Bradley Cooper's character. I understand why they're doing anything. I like, really
2: related to Jennifer Lawrence, I think, in this movie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I think I, I
1: not think knowing – I think
0: she was hilarious. Like, yeah. her first 30 seconds on screen, I didn't like her character at all. Mm-hmm. Like, the second she had a chance to actually, like, speak a little bit more, I was like, okay, she's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like, any scene she was in, I loved um, – but I don't know, I just think that, like, the motiva- motivations of each character don't make sense. Like, nothing in the film telegraphs why they're doing anything. And I don't, like, I guess in a way you could bend that to be a strength, maybe, of the film. Maybe, it, like, you know, the, the you know the writers and directors are hustling us and, like, we can't follow anything. But it feels like, it doesn't feel like there's misdirection-y stuff happening. It just feels like it's not, I, I just don't. I don't know what's going on. Like, I cognitively understand what's happening. I just don't understand what a single character is doing at any one given time. And, like, I hate stories where, like, everybody's cheating on everybody, but they're still mad that everybody else is cheating on them, Mm -hmm. even though, like, the people they're being cheated on with are, like, more rightfully able to be cheated on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Like, if you are the person who somebody is having an affair with, you can't get mad when they go bang their husband or wife or go out to dinner with them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it annoys me in stories when that happens. And every character is, like, either hooking up or pretending to hook up or hanging out with, like, three different people. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, don't, I, that stuff bothered me, not in a way that detracted me from the film, but just in a way that from a story standpoint, I'm like, why is any of this happening? And who the hell are all these people? <laughs> and where, like, I don't know. It's just weird.
1: I think that's totally a strength of the movie, though, because I didn't know what was going on either until the end, and I like I I like that idea that like the filmmakers sort of hustled the audience because like I like when movies like you don't know where it's going, and I didn't know like how they were gonna you know pull off their little plan uh, at the end of this movie, and uh, and it's weird because it's like it's kind of obvious, but then like you don't see it coming, and then like when it happens, you're like. Oh, that was like, like that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I thought like the kind of misdirection was, like, totally valid, like totally a strength. Like, you don't but, know, but it's, like,
0: it's not misdirection because when a character is saying like, "I'm coming out with a plan," and all you have to do is figure out what that plan is. Yeah, but I liked how they didn't show any of that.
1: I liked how they didn't show like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, in my mind, that
2: went back to like the confidence of the way that the movie yeah, was made, yeah. where they just like throw it at you and they're they, like they you're gonna get you. it and you're gonna get it at the pace that we want you to yeah get. And,
0: and that's 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 why this film this film succeeds yeah. but this exact same film made with like a different director same writers uh different act actors and actresses oh, it, would would yeah, it, so it, like, it would have been ass yeah it could have been pretty terrible hard like it would have time it would just crash and burn like because it doesn't it shouldn't work <clears> i mean no even even the scene where where you're Everything is being revealed, so to speak. I mean, it's where you're just figuring out what the plan is they've been mm-hmm. talking about this whole time. Even the way that scene pans out, there it, it's that scene should have taken place between just two characters, not with a bunch of people hanging out in the room, also. Because when you say all those things, <laughs> you're admitting guilt in a way, like
2: kind of, it, it, yeah,
0: nobody in that room should have actually believed what it looked like was happening they should know the opposite of that but like
1: if it i I think it's all the more reason to go see it again Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, no (laughs) no i mean like i would enjoy watching it again i would watch this again yeah i'm i'm not trying to take anything from the level of enjoyability of this film because it is amazing watch and a freaking great time but it's just there's things there's constructs in the film that i just like i'm like what the hell i would be so mad if this movie wasn't so awesome
2: (laughs) it would have been pretty disappointing yeah like if they tried to play it as like a i don't know like like oceans 11 type movie or something like oceans 13 or something it it would not play over well
1: because like even in the first oceans 11 there was that like cool moment where you didn't know where they were gonna like when brad pitt calls know Andy Garcia and he's like I'm robbing you right now and you're just like why is he doing this like what's this you know what's this play (laughs) but like there's I I like when movies do that like I mean that was a little more like cut and dry this one was like you're just like these people these people hustle so hard I can't keep up (laughs) and and so I think what made it okay
2: at least to me is this was definitely more of a character movie than a plot movie yeah and that isn't to say things don't happen like a lot happens it's a quickly moving like like everything moves very quickly, but it's all just to arrange these like interactions between these very, uh, yeah, like compelling, That's another hilarious thing. characters.
1: That's another thing. I think in a lesser movie, it would have been more plot driven and less mm-hmm. character driven, and it would have really slowed it down. Yeah, it, it also or not made it as interesting.
0: Also, I'm I'm gonna go back to th- this. This is my favorite. uh This is like my my new favorite. This is my version of Carson saying that things have too much CGI. Oh, okay. This is my like <clears throat> movie of this genre is not a good enough this genre explainer movie so like when i was like pitch perfect isn't a good enough competition film Mm. uh Mm. none of the hustles in this like when you watch a good hustling movie you want to understand how the hustle works you know like you want to you want to feel like oh yeah this is super hustly but the (laughs) the christian bale's initial plan is hey i can get you loans but uh you give me five thousand dollars and i'll give you fifty thousand dollars like when i bought my car if I would have gone in and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll give you a $20,000 loan, but first you got to give me $5,000 and not as the down payment to it, but just like that's my finder's fee for giving this loan." I'd be like, "Um, I'll just go to some bank." And I, I understand that the characters themselves are are supposed to be so high risk that they can't get a normal loan somewhere, but if you're so high risk, where are you getting the $5,000 from? Like mm-hmm. I, something about like the hustle of just like hand me a check and then you never appear again in the story and I have five thousand dollars never worked for me in the sense of a hustle. If you look at like if you go in just just looking at um, the the mind reader character from Now You See Me, mm-hmm. like he was a hustler too. But you see in the short scenes where he's actually like pulling a con on somebody, you see how that con works. And you're like, okay, cool. I get how I get how this is working. In this, there's it's never like. I never feel like I'm learning how good a hustler Christian Bale is. I'm just, like, learning that he has one hustle that he does, and that's it. And that hustle doesn't make sense to me.
2: And so to me, the reason that didn't matter matter is I didn't feel like this was a hustle movie. Like, I I know it says it in the title. (laughs) I know it's called American Hustle. But I felt like that was just the context that the characters are in. Yeah. Right, right. Like, the movie is all just about watching these hilarious characters go through different antics.
1: Plus, I think that, like, that's all he knows how to do like that's Mm -hmm. all his life is is one big hustle so yeah but
0: like as a child he would break windows so that his dad's window company could get the job to fix the windows that hustle makes sense (laughs) you know what i mean like like my dad needs to fix houses i will break houses done deal but is the loan thing like
1: a is that like a like a period thing like did that was that prevalent back then not so much Suppo- now
2: supposedly i mean because i think that was actually true like he was like a loan shark type guy yeah had. but like
0: the, the, and that's that's fine yeah the idea of i will help you get a loan for a finder's fee and then that loan fails could make sense and, but like just this idea of like somebody come to my office i'll talk to you for five minutes and i will just say i have never had a loan i couldn't close Give me your five thousand dollars, and then that person never comes back and goes, "What the hell?" Like, yeah. I think it- the
1: difference between I think the difference is that you're smart and those people are stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because so, I, mean, no, no, I mean, you do- so many people get conned nowadays, and you're just like. How would you fall for that? You know, and then uh, but people do. So, but I I mean, like
0: the the Nigerian prince scheme makes more sense. Like, I have money that can't come into your country normally. I'm stuck in the Philippines. So I need I need this money to to pay for the release of the money that like that at least makes sense in a construct of like, oh, I understand why I'm sending you money now, as opposed Mm -hmm. to like like a normal situation would like if you were doing anything else. If I had a five thousand dollar finding fee, it would be like, hey. I get this for you, and I take $5,000 off of that. Like, that's generally how that thing works. Mm -hmm. Or there'd be some sort of, like, I understand, like, this is non-negotiable, non-refundable, but I I don't know. Something about that didn't
1: work for me. They were just swayed by Fat Bale's (laughs) cushiness. (laughs) I just And British Amy Adams. Yes. Charming in them.
0: Movies like this, I want to walk out of it feeling like I could totally hustle somebody. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like... A good movie of this genre, like, I want to know, like, or, like, any like a heist movie, I want to know, like, oh, I could totally break into this place, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I want to feel like I became more badass okay. watching the movie than I was when I walked into it.
1: But I also feel like, you know, like, okay, like, I see that, and maybe I don't know how it works, but I know that they know, the characters know how it works, therefore, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really mind that at all. And, and, and mainly like, because it. and I'm glad, like, someone didn't, like, turn to the camera and go, like, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. <laughs> Nobody so,
0: should do that. I mean, it, it, you know, it does like make you wonder, though. Kevin how Spacey,
1: could, House of Cards style, like, I'm going to do this. Like, you know, something like that. I don't know. It, it does make you
2: wonder how it could work, though, because you would imagine. A guy like that, you can con people if you have a high enough status and word of mouth reputation. Yeah. and if everybody and you was like, couldn't yeah, if you're just giving people nothing all the time. like the fake art part makes more sense to me than that. Yeah, definitely. like
0: it, if they would have like here's the other thing they could have done too is show a single scene where anybody who didn't like where he is informing the person that the loan didn't come through. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I've done everything I can. It's not gonna work out. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, but my hands are tied. Like, a single scene where he tells somebody they were rejected would have made complete sense uh, because that's makes sense. Or if he, or if the person the loan was coming from that person was like, like there was like a one extra step in the hustle. Then that would have like made more sense because I would have seen, it just just seemed too clean that like, Oh, give me $5,000. Okay. I'll give you nothing later. Walk out the door and never come here again. And then nobody Mm -hmm. ever gets mad. Like Bradley Cooper's character, outside of the context of what his role is in the film, like, him reacting, would like, that was the first scene, was, like, <laughs> him, he was actually making a scene as opposed to a normal person who just like, oh, oh sweet, yeah, 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 later. But right. maybe
1: there is more steps to the con, but we just never saw it because the movie wasn't focused on showing us that. They just wanted to show us that, like, hey, this is what they did, and this is how they made their living. But the real like hustle is he's all, getting all, you to pay 1250 all the stuff with jeremy renner <laughs> you know all the stuff with that like the, yep. the big stuff that yeah. happens later on and that's the thing too it's like it, it's jeremy renner is the
0: only character who's good
1: yeah he's the only likable character he's yeah the, he's the
0: only character in the entire film who is attempting to be a good human being and help people
1: but out. that i liked how um you know christian bale Formed this friendship with him, and he he became like his only friend almost. And he he felt sad that they were you know like effing him over. Yeah. Um, I mean, after sharing the bond of a science oven,
2: then they <laughs> just, like, I don't know why the he science had all oven those thing,
0: kids. Science oven was like my favorite part. I love that movie.
1: part. It was pretty awesome. Just that whole scene. <laughs> Thank God for me. And anytime Jennifer Lawrence sets something on fire. <laughs> Basically, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, the real question Uh. of this movie is uh, who would win between that that scene where Jennifer Lawrence comes into the bathroom with Amy Adams and it's just like, there is so much cleavage on screen right now. It's just (laughs) ridiculous. Like, it's a battle. It was like Alien versus Predator. It's like, whoever wins, (laughs) we win. I just want to point that out. And not that I've, you know, I've already crossed that line, so I'm just going to go full force. (laughs) <laughs> and, and reiterate that, that this movie when was very sexy. Peak erection was in that thing. <laughs> peak erection, oh, yes, obviously.
0: Uh, good times. Um, but last... I,
1: I do, I. In all seriousness, uh, Jennifer Lawrence should win the Oscar again, Best Supporting Actress, Best whatever. She was pretty fantastic. Yeah. So yeah,
0: I think she she. It, it, she... I mean, her character was literally trying to steal the scene anytime she was oh, yeah. in a room with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she did at many times steal the scene. I mean, obviously the other people are just so freaking good all the time anyways. But yeah. when she just came, come, would come in and take over a room in this, like, really, like, sad, yeah, <laughs> good way, like, uh, and it basically was time awesome. uh
1: Anytime Fatmail got really excited or angry and then he ended the scene very winded. Was, was funny. That was always hilarious. Like that scene where he comes into the house with Jennifer Lawrence and they have this huge argument, and then basically, you know, he gets, uh, you know, he's telling about like oh, your boyfriend put a, th- you know, a sack over my head, and he has that like one thing where he tries to like pull the, the clothes out of the the closet, and then he stops and he's just like, oh. and he says something like, oh, it was really funny, and then there's that scene where he fell down too. And I've got to say, as far as like portraying a like psychotic
2: narcissist i actually liked her much better than the blue jasmine portrayal which i loved at the time but i I, like i actually think jennifer lawrence out acted in in this sense there you go
1: i think uh yeah there is it was the two like two different sides almost but Mm -hmm. yeah like similar
2: i've only only seen this side jennifer lawrence's
1: performance was a lot more you know entertaining for sure yeah Mm -hmm. But not to discredit Though I, I guess Kate she, Blanchett.
2: She didn't play a very different character in Silver Linings Playbook. I mean, right? Kate
1: Blanchett played more of like a hobo. Yeah. Like yeah. a person you'd see <laughs> on the street. And like Jennifer Lawrence was playing closer to like Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. Just like manic and ridiculous. But lovable. A lovable. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's it's, it's a fun movie gotta gotta get your jerry curls going now dude (laughs) tell your mom that you're the quarterback and leave your fiance at home
0: dude I think that Bradley Cooper's like interpersonal relationships in this movie were the most mind-numbing, like, I did not understand at all, like, how his character's even a human being. Louis
2: C.K. ever finished the
1: ice fishing story? No, but I was just gonna say, like, some of the funniest moments are when him and Louis C.K. are just yelling at each other. (laughs)
0: Louis C.K. is freaking amazing in this movie. (laughs) When he, like, especially
1: when he tries to finish the ice story, and he's like, you're never gonna know the ending to it, and they just, like, it's just, Uh. that's, you know. I love their that... scenes are priceless, especially I... toward the end. There's a scene where Bradley Cooper is just laughing maniacally at Louis C.K. That was a good scene. I love that he's like a pretty outrageous comedian,
2: but every time he's in a movie or a TV show. He's just, like, this, like, calm, reserved he's, he's man. He's the most, like, like yeah. subdued like person. Like, Parks and Rec, Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine <laughs> also, yeah. He's always just like, oh, well, I don't... <laughs> <But> it's,
0: <laughs> it's weird because he's, like, so much of a character in this. But he's... he's he, he's comic, But You know he just wants to scream, but he can't because he's too composed. <laughs> he's, like, uh, the
1: perfect, like... He was almost playing, like, his character from Parks and Rec in this mm-hmm. movie. Just, like, the, like, average Joe guy who's, like, the law enforcement guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good times, <laughs> but a, a little less dopey, I guess, in this movie. Anybody else? Character wise,
0: uh, have have any specific things you want to talk about?
1: I was just gonna say you mentioned something about Amy Adams, uh, like she was still using her accent even though after like she was busted or whatever. I, I just think that like, I don't know, that didn't really bother me because it was kind of like they were, they're so used to like being other people that they just like kept they kept up the persona or like yeah, they I just mean, couldn't switch it off in some places. With, with but her, she's, she's not
0: using it though. When she's in the presence of, of Christian Bale though, mm-hmm. like no, it's but only I mean, in the presence of Bradley Cooper, but she yeah. wanted
2: to reinvent herself. Right. That that was the whole idea. Yeah. And, and I guess with, so I, I guess it is funny that after Bradley Cooper, I, I don't know if these are even spoilers, if anything we say is a spoiler, but after Bradley Cooper finds well, out, you that know, some of it real, happened. Yeah, like after he finds out that it's not real, she keeps doing the voice with yeah. him. Like, but is it ever just with him alone, or are there other people around?
1: I think I think it's
0: any time they're in the presence of anybody. But okay. like, one, once people, once yeah. they're busted though, like there, there's no like, if like if you're impersonating a police officer and you get arrested for impersonating a police officer, when you leave the jail, you don't keep impersonating a police <laughs> but officer. But it, it's kind
1: of like the thing where I heard people say this in like Dark Knight Rises, where Anne Hathaway, you know batman turns around he turns back he's like oh so that's what that feels like and he says it in the batman voice and people are complaining like why didn't you say it in like regular bruce wayne voice like no one was around like she left but i feel like that you know he's when he has that, the suit on he's always hey, dude, back in up character. Off the mic <laughs> i'm sorry i got like really excited so i moved closer just like putting the ball around anyway but like i feel like that like anytime you know Bruce Wayne had the suit on, he had the voice.
0: There's a huge difference between what the symbol of the Batman is and him playing Batman. Yeah, but, like, it's, it's, like, and, a similar a person, thing because, like, no not one was around. a thing. Like, one is, is a, a persona that you take on to combat the evil of the world. One is somebody, but it's still a, a voice persona. you do to try to convince people you're from... Uh, the UK somewhere. Yeah, but it's like. Still... But,
2: but she does. She talks in the beginning about wanting to reinvent herself. Yeah, like right? I still so I think, feel. <laughs> I think part of her character was supposed to be wanting to be that person. I think the reinventing, which is herself why she's was... kind of in love with Bradley Cooper. Maybe I don't. I don't even yeah, know. I, really. there's a little I, I, tension there. I
0: think the reinventing herself was to stop stripping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I think she wanted to take off the tassels. Yeah. Well, she. But didn't I mean, she. She, she did, only kind of succeeded. She did <laughs> want to get
1: out of New Mexico or wherever her character was from, and you know be all cool and be somebody else yeah i don't know i just i just felt like like i said that they're just so in the moment that they maybe they don't even know that they're still like keeping up the the performance yeah so i don't know that that didn't really bother me really it only bothered the only thing that bothered me about this movie was when it ended and then I was just like, "Well, I'll have to either go see it again or wait till it comes out on."
0: Well, the the one other thing that bothered me was whole video the constant switching of the first person narrator voice. Like,
2: I like I like that. Like, I it, thought it was fine.
0: J- the fact that you're jumping between characters for no like. Obvi- like, did this come from a book or something? Like, is this adapted from? No, I don't think so. No. 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 Okay, because based on, it felt like one of those things where, like, true It's coming from a story that was told in that way, so they kept it in the movie. Like, it didn't make sense why, like, oh, Christian Bale is telling the story. Oh, wait, no, Amy Adams is telling the story. Up, oh, no, like this. Right. No, but I, I like that
2: because you're supposed to know how
1: how yeah. could they fall in love, or if, more how could she fall <clears> in love with it him? It felt <laughs> very Goodfellas to me. Yeah, that was another like Scorsese influence, I think, or touch to it multiple voiceovers it also felt like uh, i mean i liked it in pain and gain too where they had all the different voiceovers
0: but like if in, in this it didn't work because there was no it didn't feel like there was a cohesive reason for doing it it just felt like it was like a stylistic flourish that wasn't being like didn't didn't uh hit for me like it was, it was a thing where i i didn't in pain and gain there was like I'm now telling this person's part of the story. I'm yeah. now, I'm now telling like there, there was a clear, I'm changing the narrative at this point in time. And we're doing it this way for a specific reason. This felt like it's here. And now it's over there. And then now it's here.
2: I, I'm going to say like, there didn't feel like a narrative reason for it. Like there's not a construct where, and it makes sense that they would be doing yeah. that. But stylistically, it definitely hit for me. Like I, I actually really liked the touch of, you know, Christian Bale narrating and then switching to Amy Adams. narrating. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Whereas Pain and Gain that did actually not work for me as much. Like in my mind Pain and Gain is an example of a movie where things are layering on and on and on and all these stylistic things that felt like too much to me. It yeah. like I was Well that whole I found it overbearing.
0: For me it worked in Pain and Gain because the movie as a whole is too much. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: like it was supposed it, to be like excess. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it's like the film is so utterly ridiculous that you it's you you've reached the max ridiculousity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's and, a word. And you can't, you can no longer get any more ridiculous no. than you already are, so it's like...
1: And then the whole thing happens again. <laughs> and then it does get more ridiculous, because, you know, it's Michael Bay. And then you upgrade, and then you get a more ridiculous,
2: r- ridiculousity bar. Speaking of ridiculous, don't don't you find the, the trailer to the new Mark Wahlberg movie, like the... That like lone, oh, lone survivor, survivor oh, lone yeah. survivor. Like like, I don't know how the movie is gonna be, but that trailer where it's like hero, hero, hero. <laughs> that is like the definition well, of people ridiculous. people died, Steven. See, <laughs> in in
0: that, it, I I think the trailer looks awesome, and it's it's less hero hero for me because I know that all but one of them has to yeah, die. Yeah, there's, there's Otherwise, it's, otherwise the title it's not a lone spoiler. survivor. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's it's not hero hero hero. It, it's it's three dead guys and a hero.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like how does this guy make it out? Still it felt... It felt too on the, the nose. The trailer, the trailer does, it is cut in a very like, like, hoorah kind of way. But yeah. I mean, I think it'll be pretty good. Like, I, I'm glad that Peter what? Berg's doing that instead of Battleship. Are, are
0: you talking about again? The, the original trailer that starts with like the monologue of the guy like yeah, reciting? Yeah, I'm talking okay. the original trailer. So not, yeah. not the newest. One. No, not the newest. Okay. One. No, not, and I, now, I agree yeah. with you on that one. Yeah. The whole like, never shoot a, a large man with a small caliber bullet and all that kind of stuff.
1: I don't think I've seen the second trailer. I just seen the like, they, they put up... It's not even a trailer, but it's, like, half a trailer, half, like, a regal first look. Mm-hmm. And Peter Berg's just all, like, this is a story I had to tell. I, I saw a trailer
2: before American Hustle, actually. Or maybe it was before The Hobbit. No, yeah. I think American Hustle.
1: Yeah, because, like, when I saw American Hustle, they had, like... It was, like, a special preview of Lone Survivor in addition to all the other 20 minutes of previews.
0: Yeah, I just got a regular trailer. Mm.
1: In addition to the weird AMC, uh, you know shut off your cell phone warnings that they have now that are like highly racist I, if you go to an AMC you should you should check that out because it's like clearly like a black woman walking her dog and then she's like hmm, turn off your cell phone because we're not responsible if a giant bear eats it and she's got like big hoop earrings it's really bad dude and then this like bear comes along and eats the phone and it's like it's unbearably long too it goes on for like two minutes unbearably <laughs> no pun intended and You're just like, oh, it's really weird. The animation is weird because they're just all balls like bouncing around. It's,
0: all right. So, anyways, it's mm, when, American. When Hustle. you see it, you know.
1: Somebody call in and talk about that AMC okay, thing. Better or worse than Silver Linings Playbook? Um, I don't know. All his movies are so good; it's hard to rank them. You know,
0: I, I think Silver Linings Playbook the the. I think the, the, the narrative of that film is stronger than the narrative of this film. Mm. Um, the style and entertainment value of this film is stronger than that one. Yep. So I am, uh, if I wanted to like watch, if I just wanted to be entertained, um, I would watch the American Hustle. If I wanted to like get like a good drama with a story that actually uh, is a little bit more gripping than this one, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would definitely go for Silver Langs playbook.
1: Yeah, I could, I could agree with that. This is probably a close second in his three movies that, that – his, like, three comeback movies almost that he's done, like, like this and The Fighter and Silver Linings Playbook, um, where he's kind of, you know, come back and, and he's not crazy. He's not as, you know – yelling at people on set. and I'm just now
2: realizing how many actors he's been reusing for these movies, too. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, this whole cast was basically pulled from his last two movies. But well, yeah. like, if
1: you think about it, like, this movie is so much different from something like I Heart Huckabee's. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is so much different from something like Three Kings or Floating with Disaster that it, or, geez even, like, Spanking the Monkey. Like, like all those movies are so different. And, and, and then his three recent movies, it's like, you can't, like, you don't know where to put them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's my that's my way of of saying it. So,
0: <laughs> so what were you saying?
1: You know, so it, it, something about spanking the monkey. Uh, yeah. We we had two films. Have that you, you had, had... have you seen Spanking the Monkey? <laughs> no. It's pretty. It's yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyways, we had two films that we we're comparing right now. Which do you rank higher? This American Hustle would, or Silver Linings Playbook?
1: I would put Silver Linings Playbook over this. Okay, just uh, just a tad. I think for the reasons that you said, it's just because I feel like American Hustle is more. Like uh, you know Silver Linings Play we can just put on you're like oh having a good time and
0: I think that that film also is pleasing to the widest range of audiences yeah maybe right. this one is maybe a little much for well, so like,
1: I, I think although still I think it's
2: pretty crowd pleasing Silver Linings Playbook has like a feel good ending kind of I I don't mean that in a cop out way like it was yeah, well yeah. done but it definitely makes you feel good like the dancing yeah, scene yeah. and in that sense like it does that better but I think as a movie like a quality film I felt like this was definitely more.
1: Yeah, it's like I it's, feel like a it'll hard, stand, it's a hard pick.
2: I feel like it'll stand the test of time as a like good movie more than Silver Linings Playbook will.
0: All right. Okay, so uh, <laughs> should we just get to our verdicts then for this? Sure. All right, Stephen, must see. Reckon with a caveat. Must see. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Carson Patrick.
1: <laughs> I would I would give it a must see. For Jennifer Lawrence alone, <laughs> mm, I mean, come on.
0: Uh, she can set fire to my house. Anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, she she's good with fire, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She catches it. She she
1: burns she herself. She Catches
0: it. She catches other things on it. Um, it's good times.
1: I I just yeah. I think um, uh, I would not be surprised if I saw a lot of people next Halloween wearing like a neck brace, <laughs> like half their face is t- is burnt. Okay,
0: so in that in that last scene where she's like, it's her result not resolved for the film, but it's like her follow up little yeah. like post-log whatever epilogue epilogue Uh, epilogue, there you go uh is is she like breaking the fourth wall there for a moment like when it's first like and then her and it cuts to her and she's like like yeah like something about the card well
1: like it was just her like brief explanation of like why am i wearing a neck but i mean like but it could could
2: be two christian males character
1: that's what I yeah
0: it it could be like she has glasses like it's 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 just the way she's set up in that frame it's it almost feels like the voiceover says something, then she appears and says her line, and then the camera pulls back at far enough to let you see Christian Bale there. Yeah. And then, like, it it's almost like it's, like, broken, not broken.
2: No, that, that's definitely what they're going for. Okay. Because
0: it, it definitely felt like, it felt like a, a mid-credit sequence, almost, or it's like she's
2: just following up. <laughs> Pretty good, just, though. Just but, stealing the scene once again, <laughs> like, having to walk. stealing the credits. Oh, no. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs>
0: um, but, yes, I'm going to give it a must-see, also even though i spent most of my time in the review trying to like talk about the things that bother me Mm -hmm. uh it's just it's too freaking damn entertaining to let any of those things that uh like bothered me during moments of the film uh take detract from my thoughts of the film overall so Mm -hmm. there you have it that is three must-sees from all of us
2: and a lot of other movies in the process
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh but uh yeah, that's the end of the review. So Stephen, if people wanna find you throughout the week, where can they do that?
2: People wanna find me, they can go to twitter.com slash s David Miller or s dot com, but I don't update
1: that much. Cool. Uh you can go to practicalcandy dot wordpress dot com. I'm sorry that I was coughing this whole episode. Yes,
0: yeah, that's the that's the bad thing. I tried to cough away. The bad thing about recording together in one room is Even if you cough away from the mic, it's going to be picked up on everyone else's mic. So, unless you, like, give some sort of hands, unless it's like, yo, I'm going to cough, and everybody (laughs) stops talking, and then you cough.
1: I'm, like, Uh, emerging out of my, you know, sickness that I had. mm -hmm. Dude, like, right after we recorded the review for The Hobbit, like, I could could not talk anymore. Like, I was just like, uh, my throat was just like it was catching fire really, literally you probably
0: got too much smog in your throat
1: there's a little little smaugish, you know uh,
2: by, by the way i've decided my problem i think i ranted about the high frame rate last year with the hobbit yeah. i actually think it's the way they do 3d that bothers me more than anything yeah. well, if i saw this last one in 3d and not high frame rate yeah, and I mean, it still felt like like people wearing costumes to me like huh. it did it was, i think i think it's, still I like think it's just the lighting and i, in I actually closed one eye during most of the movie cuz the 3d like actually really bothered me
0: what you, what you do is if, and the so, guy I was
2: with felt the same way if you felt
0: the same way you pop out one of each opposite lens so you get two of the left eye lenses and he gets two
1: of the right eye lenses <laughs> that is clever or wow. what was the thing where you like you could buy glasses that converted a 3D movie to oh, 2D yeah. we, we yeah. work in computer vision and neither of us yeah. thought of that <laughs> <laughs> whoa but next time you next just got hustle. that is smart <laughs> Now give me five thousand dollars for these yeah, glasses. that that
0: that should, in theory, work. Because if you yeah. get if you use two left eye glasses, yeah, of course, and, and then, right and then, then it wouldn't
2: be quite as dark as using only one. Yeah, eye. that so. is
1: interesting though that the three Ds still look just as
2: fake. It drove me non- crazy in twenty four frames. Like it's of partly the way that the camera pans around really, really quickly and like they yeah. had like well, that's the thing is because they pop. It felt like they did like CGI type three D for yeah. real people, and that really bothered but me. But I think yeah.
1: like that's the thing is because like they're shooting. 48 frames so like when they're doing all that that like panning all that stuff is taken out because of the the high frame rate yeah so then i think like when you're watching it like 3d 2d or not 3d 2d 3d 24 frames Mm -hmm. like i feel like that still still be just as distracting like they can't it's just all messed up well they'd have have to do high frame rate.
0: they'd have to do non-dropping and then like yeah like do it like analog style film watching it because because yeah. the whole reason he does it high frame rate is to remove the motion blur the, mer- but the motion, motion blur, blur is yeah. the thing that makes it look normal The when motion blur you're watching, makes it yeah. not
2: like makes, nauseating to right, watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So unless he's like doing like select all, apply motion blur.
2: <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know, like it, feel, it, it feels like you could take any clip from that movie and immediately know this is not Lord of the Rings. Like it feels yeah. completely right. oh, yeah, different totally. to me in a very yeah, and, distracting and way.
1: And like I said, even watching it in 2D it still looked... Very video game like. Yeah,
0: it definitely looked better than I remember The Hobbit, but I heard, yeah, I heard that even in 3D high frame rate IMAX, it looks better this time than it did last time. Okay. Apparently, apparently, yeah, yeah apparently. That's Jackson. what I heard. It was like, oh, I wasn't going to do something people don't this. like vomiting. Okay, yeah. right. I
1: wasn't going to take that chance.
0: <laughs> Dude, even even like I, I, we talked about this in our review, so it doesn't matter. We're like way past in this episode, but uh, I remember in the theaters when like the new line logo came up, mm-hmm. I already knew something was wrong. Oh like, yeah, the it was Warner Bros. logo, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like just like just the first thing, I was like, why is that doing weird shakiness Dude, it was like crap. It mm-hmm. looked
1: like like they we were, they were playing, like, a Blu-ray, and it was cracked, and it was skipping, and we're just like, what did I pay $19 for?
0: Or you turned on the re- reduced motion effects on your yeah. TV or
1: something like that, and you're like, damn it. Put all it right. on, like, 2x speed or something. Yeah.
0: Anyways, uh, after all that, people can find me <laughs> at Twitter, Twitter.com slash Christopher IRL. You can find the podcast over at the spoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. You can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoiler warning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, and I'm not going to botch that word, uh, if you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call or leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW at 760-575-4879. The music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to American Hustle, so hopefully you're liking that.
1: If American Hustle was in high frame rate, then people would definitely have seizures in the theater. Just it's you already would be high, like dead now. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, no. already high high paced, and then uh,
0: you need your heart pills damn. in that case. Oh
1: yeah, I'd have to be grabbing my heart pills for sure. Be out of breath.
0: All right. Well, thank you to you for joining me in studio.
1: Yes. Thank hey. you for having me. Thank you for having me. I don't know why we're talking like that i was i was (laughs) i was joking i was paying to like not know
2: where to look Mm. i'm sure that really came through in the (laughs) audio really came through (laughs) nailed
1: it
0: (laughs) and uh thank you guys all for listening and uh we will catch you soon with more reviews and stuff yes especially the stuff (laughs) stuff stove stuff. it's always going to be
1: some stuff